Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Pew, pew, pew! It's Tuesday. Yay. We celebrate we all the it. days on the Colleen and Bradley show. Thank you. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. Uh, celebrating that we got through one day of the week. Yeah, hey, well, I know, whatever right? Whatever it takes. It is no small feat, people. In this day and age. Uh, well, um, I've brought something that in the past we have discussed being a little bit irritated by but i actually think that there's reason to not be irritated by this and it is the practice of trying to shoehorn a story to fit some sort of context for why will smith slapped chris rock at the academy awards this year why chris rock or why will smith slapped chris rock yes um now we don't have a reason why and he isn't talking directly about it right but we because he's not talking directly about it we are left to try to find evidence in the words that he has used to try to figure out what on earth prompted that display of aggression yeah so apparently and i am going to be upfront and honest i have not watched this a new episode of David Letterman's My Next Guest Needs No Introduction. I really wish that they would shorten up that title. Yeah, that's a lot of words. It's so many. But anyway, David Letterman's show on Netflix has now uh, been dropped, and it is featuring an interview with Will Smith. Okay. We knew we knew this was happening. We, we didn't know the details. Yeah. And what we do know and what we learn very... Okay, what I was going to say is I have not watched it. I have read the report of the report. Ah, got it, got it, got it. And I will be very honest, this one would be a rough one for me to watch. Okay, Um, so? Just because I have have Will Smith um, irritations, kind of like rashes. Okay. I just... He rubs up against me funky, and I just don't know if I could like, you know, do the job of watching it. But you did read the report of the report, so... Which is what we do so well here. And so what is uh, some of the things that um, he talked about have given people what they believe are clues to some of the context of why that all happened. He is not talking about the slap. And that's important because what you need to know is this was all filmed before the Oscars. However, there are these kind of interesting little bits and bites in there that you can extrapolate and think about how they contextualize that slap. And, there's two things I want to share with you, okay. and I'm actually going to leave a decision to you. Oh, good. How about that? All right, so I've got a decision to make. Yeah. Would you like to hear kind of the more mm, bland and straightforward kind of obvious thing or the really salacious journey? Well, I imagine we'll talk more about the salacious, so what's the bland thing? Okay, let's get that out of the way. That's a good point. So, 
what the very first thing that Will Smith says at the very beginning of his book, Will, which is his autobiography. Yeah. Autobiography. Book about himself. Is something that he also talks about with David Letterman. Okay. And that is a line of his book that says, I've always thought of myself as a coward. When I was nine years old, I saw my father beat up my mother and I didn't do anything. And that left a traumatic impression of myself as a coward. And that is one of the very first things that he also discusses with David Letterman in that he says, don't say anything about my mother. Yeah. So it's very clear that there is a history of Will Smith feeling Um, like he didn't defend a very important woman in his life. Mm -hmm. And we, we believe, or there is a conversation about whether or not that is part of what prompted what we saw play out at the Academy Awards. So that is one of the discussion topics that they go deep in. And like I said earlier, we have a tendency or a lot of tabloids had a tendency to try to shoehorn a storyline in after the fact, after that slap, because he wasn't saying anything. Yeah. Or he did say something, but not a lot. Mm -hmm. But this is something that now is being presented. Sheds light, background, detail, context. Exactly. Exactly. Okay, so that's kind of, that was the easy one. Like that was, you know, he 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 talks about um, learning to box and, you know, kind of how his physicality um, emerged from that feeling of being a coward. Yep. Okay, so like we can all play armchair psychologist. Sure. Thanks for the story. I now yeah. feel like I know this person better. Okay, but you re- are you ready for the juicy? Yeah, you one? said there was a salacious bit. I'm waiting to get to that. I mean, that's I feel like we'll right. Have some details. The exciting one. Oh, and by the way, we did get this email from uh, Susie, and I don't know if I clarified this. They do say at the very beginning of the interview, this, this was recorded. recorded before it, it before March of 2022. Yeah. So you're not going to learn anything post Oscars. Yes. And what I'm saying here is not that he has talked about the slap. He hasn't. What I'm saying here is in this interview, there is some context that is offered up that is of interest now knowing what we know, which is the slap. Okay. So here's the the juicy, the juicy thing. Juicy tidbit alert. He talks about the ayahuasca journey that he had. Will Smith does with David Letterman. Okay. So he went on one of those journeys where you take some hallucinogenic drug yep yep so he says basically um that it was something that no and we've talked about ayahuasca journeys because who else did we just talk about machine Machine gun Gun kelly Kelly and megan fox yeah that this is a thing that they did they went to a special retreat celebrities seem to do this i think justin bieber or no not justin bieber (sighs) what's his name camila cabello sean mendez i think did something i think you're right i think you're absolutely right He said, I decided that it was something I wanted to try. Uh, He researched ayahuasca. He researched safe ways to do this. And and typically when you do this, you don't, this is not something you do uh, in this way on a solo journey. There's somebody there to help guide you through the journey. We saw it actually that I believe that that's what they use on an episode of Gwyneth Paltrow's Goop. What was the name of that goop? The goop lab. Goop lab. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah. So if you want to see it, they like do it. In, they do it. So he said, I decided it was something that I wanted to try. 
And then he talks about the vision he had. He said it was the individual most hellish psychological experience of my life. And what he describes, he goes on to describe, and some of it I like, it's like too, it's like when somebody tells you about a dream they had. Yeah. But what he says is, um, I was 100% in two realities. So in the reality we live in. Okay. And this sort of like drug-induced episode reality. Which I would think is probably not reality, but again, whatever, however you describe it. Sure. Okay. But what he saw in this journey, this vision he had, he said, everything was flying away from him. He said, I see my money flying away. My house is flying away. My career is gone. So on this journey, he experiences what it's like when all everything he knows of who he is and the context of who he is in the world has gone away from him. Okay. And he essentially kind of goes, there's more to the journey, but what he learns from that is that he's okay, that all of this can go away and that he's okay. And the reason that's enlightening. Yeah. And the reason that contextually this is interesting right now is because he's now in a situation where that hangs in the balance. Oh, sure. And so I think that there's a conversation happening around that, vision he had and that he was somehow prepared yeah or that now maybe he realizes what that realization was for yeah here's an opportunity for you to know that in this moment everything's going to be okay and i imagine he has probably drawn that parallel as well and just hasn't talked about it so what he he said and to that point is first of all i realized that 99 percent of the bleep you worry about never happens the vast majority of your pain and your misery is self-generated it's not real, which is great, solid, sound advice. Yeah. My curiosity now, knowing what we know now is, having then actually acted in a way that created and generated some misery for you, Yeah. like, how do you see that now? Do you see what I'm saying? Oh, sure. Like, how does that, how does that read to him after that event? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and absolutely. And I imagine we're going to learn at I, some point. I am desperate for the red table talk with him. And I'm hopeful that Why they will are you follow desperate up on that. for it. Well, because like we again, for the same reason we keep on shoehorning all of these storylines to try to contextualize the slap. Mm-hmm. I want to now we know all that. Like he's had this whole year or more of self revelation. Yeah. Right. Leading up to, I think the t- the divine timing of the fact that he leading up to that moment, he was at the height of his career, yeah. arguably. Right. I mean, he w- was about to win an Oscar. Yeah. He had an autobiography come out. He is, you know, doing the rounds, talking about some really deep things in his life and his marriage, etc. And then this happens, and it all it's like, it's like throwing kerosene on a flame. Yeah. And now in retrospect, after having that whole year of Will Smith being Will Smith out in the public, how then does he, after all of this sort of self-realization he's done publicly, how then does he contextualize the slap? Yeah. So the reverse of what we're doing, which is we're contextualizing the slap based on what we know of what happened before it. But then for him, how does then going forward, how does he like... How does that moment 
what does that mean to him? Yeah. I mean, it's a level of self-reflection that I imagine we're going to get on some level, at least insofar as it's curated for, uh, as you mentioned, the Red Table Talk. I also am just very curious to hear from Chris Rock at this point. Like, that's that's the interview that I want. Yes. Because I want to understand what it felt like in that moment to have that experience and to sort of honor, like, whatever that was. I don't know if we're going to get the same level of detail and or introspection, and I don't think we're owed it in either of these cases, but I feel like less so in Chris Rock's because he that's not his typical... Um, M.O.? That's not his typical, like he'll make comedy about it probably, mm-hmm. but you know that with Red Table Talk and Will Smith and Jada Pinkett Smith, they're going to achieve a level of introspection that will almost probably provide too much information. Well, and you know, the For thing- the general audience, that is. The thing that will never happen that I think actually would be the most interesting. Yeah. Can you guess? That they talk together or a something? Red Table Talk with Chris Rock. Uh, yeah. I mean, that will never happen. Yeah, that'd be weird. It would be it? kind of, well, if it were the first time Chris Rock talked about it, probably, yeah. yeah but but that, to me, is like where it all comes back together. Sure, like right? to watch the two of them have a conversation. Yeah, but I don't know if they're it capable already. Who knows? Who knows? At some point, I wouldn't be totally surprised. But here we are in May, still talking about the slap. The slap. But now we can watch this interview, which will give us more context. And again, it's on Netflix. Right? Exactly. Yeah. It's on Netflix. It's my get my my next guest. It's a lot of needs, words. It's too many words. My next guest needs no interruption. Hosted by David Letterman, who's a great interviewer. Will Smith is the guest. It's all filmed before the not, slap. I have not watched any of these interviews. By okay. Me. I did watch the Kanye West one. Oh, and? Um, it was a great interview. Okay. And that's that. Oh, I mean, right. I, I think I, I wish I were, I wish I would, I wish I watched more yeah. than just the, which is why I don't want to watch the Will Smith one. Cause like I yeah. said, he kind of rubs me funky and yeah. I just, I don't want to watch things just cause I don't, I'm not going to like it. I'm not in the mood. Yeah. No, I get you it. You know, hey, look, 2022, 2022, do you. When we return on the but Colleen thank you and Bradley for enlightening show, us in the process. You're welcome. I read the report of the report. Holly Roberts will give us the actual report of all of the dirt straight from Hollywood. It's a dirt alert on My Talk 1071. This is a My Talk dirt alert. Holly Roberts is here with all the dirt straight from Hollywood. It's a dirt alert. Hey, Halls. Hi. Hi. Let's go to Fairfax County, Virginia and catch up with the Johnny Depp Amber Heard defamation trial. Let's do it. A couple of things to note this afternoon would be that Johnny Depp's motion to dismiss Amber Heard's $100 million defamation counter. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mmm. What flavor are you holding? Now open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. 
Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Her suit has been denied by a judge today. Oh, okay. Mm. So that's still a thing. So that's still a thing. The motion was in place by Johnny Depp's legal team to dismiss Amber Heard's defamation countersuit, but that's going to remain in place because remember, there's like point counterpoint going on. Johnny Depp suing Amber Heard for $50 million. Then she filed a countersuit seeking $100 million in damages. Mm. There's so much, you know, I have to, I, my uh, 12 year old last night, Asked me to give him like a quick thumbnail. He didn't say it like that, but he was like, so what's going on between Amber Heard and Johnny Depp? And I was like, how much time yeah, do you have? We don't have the time. For right. This. Because Tune into the Colleen and Bradley show from noon to three, <laughs> because it's more, it's so much on so many levels. But um, that is that is good news, I would say. Yes, so that still stands, and uh, the industry paying attention to the testimony of the president of DC Films this afternoon, saying that Warner Brothers considered replacing Amber Heard for Aquaman 2 out of concern that she lacked chemistry with Jason Momoa, countering what Amber Heard had testified earlier, saying that she was going to lose that job in Aquaman 2 because of what Johnny Depp was saying about her. Mm. Mm -hmm. Yikes. Yeah. Yeah, so that just shows that people in Hollywood do things that Mm -hmm. they shouldn't. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Now, or that like two things can maybe be that's true. true, That's true. And one person's version of the story might be different than another. And I mean, who's to say what the absolute truth is? Yeah. That's true. Now, interestingly enough, uh, the head of DC Films testified saying today in court that they. Amber Heard and Jason Momoa didn't have a lot of chemistry together, saying that, quote, editorially, they were able to make the relationship work in the first movie. But there was a concern that it took a lot of effort to get there, testifying that the chemistry was created in post-production, quote, using movie magic, including the film's score. Now, how do you make (laughs) how do you make chemistry happen with music? I suppose you create emotional cues via music, yeah. which is not na, uncommon na, na, in music. Yeah, but I mean, like, why was that? <laughs> that just, that's a weird. No, it, the, everything about that is bizarre to me. Yeah. So now the head of uh, DC Studios also testified that it was not uncommon for two leads to lack chemistry. He said, you know it when you see it, and the chemistry wasn't there. Mm, so Interesting. Yeah. Testimony all right, all right. happening in the Johnny Depp. Amber Heard again, trial. this story just has so many different layers and connections and story mm-hmm. uh, journeys. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and we'll get to more of those in the second hour uh, of today's yes. show. Yep. Ah, oh, let's move on from the Johnny Depp Amber Heard trial to you, Colleen and Bradley. Thanks. How did we make it into the dirt? Uh, Kendall Jenner wants you to knock it off. Oh, oh no. <laughs> Why? Because she wants you to stop trolling her for the way that she cuts her cucumber. Okay. I mean, well, but then, then cut it like a normal person. Chloe Kardashian <laughs> revealed that Kendall Jenner is not happy about a video of herself cutting a cucumber in okay. the kitchen going viral. Also, talk to your production company mm-hmm. that right. filmed the thing. Right. Or your mom for never and teaching you how to do it. it was clearly filmed to, to like poke fun at her, the way she cuts cucumbers. I mean, this was not oh. the world showing up to 
give her crap. Yeah, it's not like this video was leaked and we happened to see her. It was part of the show. Now, uh, Chloe's perspective on all of this, because we all asked no, for No, we didn't. It, we didn't. But we're getting it anyways, is... She said, Chloe said to Kendall, Kendall, God is fair. You're the most beautiful human being in the world and you have wild looking toes. God bless. And you can't cut a bleeping cucumber. So basically she's saying the universe is balancing itself out. You're beautiful, but you have ugly toes. And, and you can't and cut also, a cucumber. I feel like their family, they're tougher on each other than the public. Well, I won't say than the tougher than the public ever has. But like uh, as a general rule, the average viewer is not as tough on them as they are on each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But give, give each other a yeah. lot of poo. Mm-hmm. Poo indeed. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chloe Kardashian also in this podcast talking about uh, how she hasn't had her face done 12 times. Sure. And she's offended by the fact that she thinks that people uh, have think that Chloe Kardashian has had 12 face transplants. No, she's like, I've had one nose job. Um, is everybody as tired as I am? Yeah. Okay. Stay tuned. For <laughs> yeah. Like that whole something. entire all of it. Oh, yeah. I'm tired. I mean, it's- <laughs> It, again, it's one of those things where you, not that you asked for us to make fun of you, but you put things out there in the world and the world is going to have an opinion. And it seems a little disingenuous to then shame the world for doing the thing you asked them to do. If you, because you don't like the opinions mm-hmm. that they have, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. yeah. Well, what am mm-hmm. I missing? I don't, I mean, I don't think you're missing anything. Yeah. I don't think you're the one that's missing things. Yeah. <laughs> no. And finally, Courtney Kardashian over on her Instagram ca- account has changed her name officially to Courtney Kardashian Barker after oh, getting married to Travis Barker. Yeah, because it Congrats. doesn't actually happen until you put it on social it's media. It's so true. That's actually the yeah, new the paperwork's been done for months. Exactly. That's the new legal way. When we return. Thank you, Holly, for that dirt alert on the Colleen and Bradley show. We are going to solve some pop culture mysteries in the form of blind items that Holly brings to us after this on My Talk 1071. Oh, we've got some pop culture mysteries to solve on the Colleen and Bradley show. My Talk 1071. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. And uh, we do that in the form of blind items. Holly brings them to us. We attempt to solve them in this segment, and we call it Blinded by the Item. The producers of the final film of this longtime Disney star being sued to have an NDA removed from the director so he can speak the truth about what happened on set. Oh, longtime Disney star, but not a current present Disney star person. Now, there are two individuals who are being identified in this I don't know. I have no basis for this at all. But I, I, for some reason, Vanessa Hudgens' name is coming to my brain. Is that on the list? Uh, okay. No. So basically, this person was involved with somebody that we want to know more about because of, there's an NDA keeping that from happening. Exactly. And is, is it a girl? It's a female woman person? No. Oh, okay. It's a uh, guy person. Yeah, it's a guy person. Now, there are two people... Two people. Uh, I, I, who's Disney? Well, like Zach Efron is Disney. Yeah. yeah. Well, think about somebody uh, who was Disney for quite some time, and they're no longer a part of the Disney universe. Um, 
Mm-hmm. Who's not a part of the Disney? I mean, universe? a lot, and they're very upset about it. Mm. Who could, like they got kicked out of the Disney universe? Well, Is it one of the Paul brothers? No, but they're very upset because they think they got kicked out of the Disney universe. But they didn't. Well, we're trying to figure we're trying that to find out. out because oh, 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 there's an oh, NDA. Okay. Oh. Well, not necessarily an NDA, oh. but we've been having conversations about it. Oh, oh, is it like Amber Heard? Yeah, Johnny Depp. Yeah, one of them is Johnny Depp. Okay. And apparently there are some NDAs that want to be un-NDA'd. (laughs) So we can find out what the heck happened on the set of that last Pirates Uh, of the Caribbean movie. Interesting. Interesting. Ooh, okay, so can you read the whole... Yeah, I mean, that you said, you basically said it. Yeah, so producers of the final Pirates of the Caribbean movie... That would be Johnny Depp's last movie with Disney. Uh-huh. Are being sued to have an NDA removed from the director so he can speak his truth about what happened on set. Now, there's a whole other thread that I'm just going to give you that allegedly the producers of this movie that was called Runt are trying to get an NDA unlocked so that they can find out what happened on the set. This would be the last major movie of former Disney star Cameron Boyce, who sadly oh. passed away several years ago. Oh, mm. So, you know, you could go down that road. Yeah, those are and those are two very road. different roads. Yes. But very yeah, but rather significantly. Yeah. But I would be interested in the Johnny Depp story. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Interesting. All right. So interesting. Here's another celebrity gossip mystery, Colleen and Bradley. As part of her deal to return to the horror franchise, this A-list actress has to pass daily drug and alcohol tests, and her on-again, off-again boyfriend is not allowed on the set. Okay, it's a horror franchise. Mm-hmm. A movie franchise? Mm-hmm. A horror okay. movie franchise. Is this like somebody we know to be kind of troubled? Yeah, they've had some uh, troubling like behavior. Bella okay. Thorne? No. Oh. That's kind of what I was thinking, too. No. Um, Is it so obvious? Uh, you'll dig around the drawer okay. a little yeah. bit. And you'll, you'll be like, oh, sift yeah. Through, mm-hmm. Sift through. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and her boyfriend is by no all, good. Yeah, by all means, these two have had a very public, toxic relationship with each other. The boyfriend's not necessarily famous, but we do know him for his toxic behavior. Uh, who is, I feel like this is right on the tip of I, our Well, it's frustrating me because it feels really like I'm missing something that's right in front of me that we've talked about. And we've talked about these people? Uh, yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. For being toxic? Yes. Who's toxic? Who is toxic? Um, I would need more of a hint, perhaps. Um... Okay, so she has she famously starred on a television series with a noted tagline in the mid 2000s. And then she got into some personal troubles. Then we just started talking about her because she was in a bad relationship. Okay, not Rose McGowan. And the la- no, and the last time we talked about her, she and her on-again boyfriend got into a fight outside of a hotel in Los Angeles, and it was pretty intense. It was a scuffle. Mm, it's not fair, Abraham. No. A uh, scuffle. Oh, 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 oh. Hayden Panettiere. Ah. Uh, uh, yes. What's her horror franchise? Scream. 
Oh, that's right. Duh. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So part of her deal to return to the Scream franchise is that Hayden Panentier has to pass daily drug and alcohol tests. Mm. And her on again, off again boyfriend, Brian Dickerson, is not allowed on the movie set. Interesting. Mm-hmm. That's, mm-hmm. I would like to know more about chaotic, that. Those yeah. Two. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. We got there. We yeah. got there. Yeah. Moved a few things around and found what you were looking for. Let's do this other celebrity gossip mystery. This A-list actress is an Oscar winner and nominee and has been involved in at least two franchises. She blindsided everyone when she was suddenly a couple with this comic actor who has been on Late Night. He was a no-show at a recent event she asked him to attend. Was it Fred Armisen? No. Boy, I'm batting a thousand. Because there was a story about how Fred Armisen and um, Natasha Leone had had a relationship oh. and we never knew it. And so that I, that was the most recent. That's interesting. I didn't know that. Yeah. Late night um, boyfriend situation. So was it a Saturday Night Live alum? Yeah. Uh, who had a girlfriend we didn't know about? Yes. And he has publicly oh. said that he's not going to be talking about this. Oh. oh. Oh, it's not okay. like a. What's like, his name? How alum are we talking? Um. Oh, geez, probably ten years. I'll tell you. This person has a popular show on the HBO right now. Oh, is it? Um, Will Ferrell, Ted Lasso guy. Oh, Jason no. Sudeikis. He did no. break up with his person, though. Yeah. No, this person. Chris Kattan. <laughs> no. The mango. No, uh, this person, uh, yeah, their show is very popular. Bill HBO. Hader? Yeah. Oh, there you go. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But and who's the lady person? I feel like we know this. She is an Oscar nominee. Mm-hmm. She has been in several movie franchises, one of the fantasy variety, one of the comedy variety. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She sings. Mm-hmm. And quite frankly, if you read the gossip, she doesn't quite have a great reputation for being a nice person. Mm. She's not a nice person. She sings and does everything else. Mm-hmm. God, who should... Th- that Comedy, seems like so obvious. drama. Yeah, and there was a strategic story earlier this year in the tabloids that was planted that said that she and Bill Hader were quietly dating. Okay, now this actually is tickling my brain because I remember thinking Bill Hader is a catch and you don't realize it. Oh, man. Bill Hader. Bill Hader. Bill Hader. Bill Hader. And Sigourney Weaver. Singing A-list Oscar nominee. Yes. Singing. Does she sing first or act first? She acts first. One of her songs was a hit from one of her movies, like a franchise movie. A comedy franchise movie that featured a song by this woman. (sighs) It's one word. The name of the song. Ah, oh my god! I know. Well, now we're just gonna have to make you guys guess it. Now no, it's we're past super frustrating because I'm like, I'm thinking, like, I have so many people in my brain. Like, I'm thinking about Jennifer Lawrence, but nope. like, she's married, she has a baby, she wasn't dating Bill Hader. No, nope. um, I'm thinking Scarlett Johansson, but no, she's married to Michael Chase, so, or not? I oh my gosh, she's married to Colin Jost. Um, yeah, I'm. I'm, I'm gonna out. give you one word. Yeah. Cups. Oh, that's oh, right. Anna Ferris. Or no. not Anna Ferris. Um, Kornikova. Cap, Anna... Cap, 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 Capricorn. Yeah. 
Anna Does Kendrick. Serve, that's it. Woo! We got there. We got there. Yay! That one hurt, man. That was a, that was a hard one to birth here. That's all right, but you did it. Congratulations. Thank you for being the midwife in that, Holly. Yes, you both have received your crowns for solving that celebrity gossip mystery. <laughs> oh my God. So Anna Kendrick, uh, she blindsided everyone when she and Bill Hader were suddenly a couple. That announcement was made back in January. And Bill Hader was a no-show at a recent event she asked him to attend. So clearly Bill Hader Oof. just doesn't want to talk about it. He's a it. hater. Yeah. Bill Hader oh, they is were a hater. In, did you say they were in the movie Noel? No. Oh, I that's just right. Put... I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game. And you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Both of their names in the Google box and it came back Noel, the mm-hmm. movie. Which is actually a pretty cute is it? Christmas movie okay. that's on Netflix. I mean, it's like, it's cute. It's like Elf Light. Just, you know. It's fine. Yeah. But we're only going to talk about their relationship, Anna Kendrick and Bill Hader, through sources. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Well, Holly, thank you. You certainly earned your... You took us on a journey uh, for today. Yeah, you earned your keep right there. That was something else. (laughs) When we return on the Colleen and Bradley show, um, we have to talk about who was not invited to the Kravis wedding. Yes. When we come back Mm -hmm. after this, more gossip on My Talk 1071. Thank you, Holly. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 1071. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. And ooh, we have gossip. There were some people that did not show up to the Kravis Winner. It's true. Us Weekly would like you to be all gossipy about who didn't show up Uh, to Kravis's wedding. Mission accomplished. But um, none of this is really going to be shocking to you. Interesting, yes. And there will be a follow-up or a conversation we'll have about this reality, but also... Oh, now I just lost the dumb thing. Hold on, let me pull it up here. Have one. Uh, also, and two, um, uh, maybe some of this we didn't know. Or, uh, you, look, here's the exclusive. Why Rob Kardashian skipped Courtney Kardashian and Travis Barker's wedding? Oh! Exclusive! Her so, own brother. Her own brother was, quote, missing in action. Rob Kardashian was noticeably absent from his sister Courtney Kardashian's wedding to Travis Barker. But it wasn't personal, says uh, a source. Okay, before I tell you what this exclusive story in Us Weekly, which maybe came from a Kardashian trying mm-hmm. to spin a story about why Rob wasn't at the wedding. Get ahead of it. What do you know about Rob and why mm-hmm. would he not show up, do you think? And there's no right answer. Oh, I've got answers. Uh, at his sister's wedding. I've got like four okay, we'll at the start, ready. First of all. What do we know about Rob that would indicate he might not show up? Well, Rob is not fit for public consumption. Um, Ding. Because, I mean, these are my, not my words. These are the Kardashians' thoughts. Because Rob got fat, and they didn't want oh Rob. God. I'm just saying that's like how they... That's the story. They don't say it, but Poor that's what Rob. they're saying. They're like, Rob is out of shape, 
and he's soft, and so well, we can't was, parade him out like the rest of us who are perfect. For those of you who haven't followed along, what Colleen is alluding to is there, there are all these stories in tabloids about Rob gaining weight such that he couldn't be in public, mm-hmm. which really just unfortunately seems like, based on all the other stories we've read about Rob, is like his family pressuring him to stay out of the spotlight, or... I mean, the other possibility is he's just completely done with this family. Yeah. But your you uh, your brain went to the same place mm-hmm. I did. Oh, look, poor Rob. But also, you said you had a number. Of- yeah, I did. Uh, another one maybe has to do with the Black China uh, mm. legal kerfuffle. And why do you think that? Just because it's all very fresh and, uh, you know, I maybe they didn't. He just doesn't. I don't know. They don't want to draw attention to it in some way, shape, or form. I don't know. I don't know that there's a concrete well, he's, reason. He's a little toxic yeah. in terms of publicity, like from a Kardashian perspective, because he's in these headlines about mm-hmm. custody battles and fighting and violence with yeah. China. Yeah. Uh, so those were two of my thoughts. And one of them, well, that's really the most important okay, ones. Yeah. Okay. Um, the other thing I wanted to add is we've been here before. We have? Mm-hmm. What? Do you remember? Um, now, there is a right answer to this question. Was he not at somebody else's mm-hmm. wedding? Was it Kim and Kanye's? Mm-hmm. Was it I'm because he positive. wasn't fit for public consumption I'm then either? I'm almost positive. Kim Kardashian, Kanye West wedding, Rob I think you're right now. Kardashian. That's tickling because, my brain. Because when I read the story, I was like, well, this is not the first time he's not shown up at a wedding. Yes. Why? And by the way... Let's go back to December 8th of 2020, why Rob Kardashian skipped Kim and Kanye's wedding and became a recluse. Okay, did they just copy-paste the same entire story? Well, it says, <laughs> I was uh, I was doing my suit fittings in Paris right before the wedding, and I just wasn't comfortable. So the, the storyline is uh, that Rob, he goes on to say, I'm, I'm 6'1", and at at my most, I'm probably in. Well, he talks about his weight. Mm-hmm. There were cameras at the airport on our trip, and I remember this storyline. Yeah, so this wasn't in 2020, but they're telling this story in 2020 as like sort of a look back on why we don't see Rob, mm-hmm. and they're tying it to his body image. And I will say that the story in Us Weekly is about him not feeling comfortable with all the cameras around. Mm-hmm. Now, I would like to add to that. So that's the story as it's told. Sure, but also we've been here before. Absolutely. So maybe it's not shocking, but also. I don't trust the Kardashians mm-hmm. and I don't think things are ever as easy mm-hmm. as they would like you to believe in tabloids. Cause sure you could see where somebody would say, Oh, I just don't want to be in camp. Like, I mean, we've all been there. Mm-hmm. We all show up for work and we're like, no cameras, mm-hmm. right? Like how many times do you have to Monday tell through the Friday? cameras to go away? <laughs> Cause they're just following you relentlessly. Right? <laughs> no. Um, so that's relatable, right? Which is right. why it probably appears in print. But the, interesting thing for me is um it's his sister's wedding mm-hmm. and let, let, i'm gonna do take you on a math journey so okay. i know this is a little discombobulated do but i need what my calculator we, no okay. what did we talk about we talked about beyonce yesterday yeah and about her trying to avoid the cameras well and she showed up for the wedding yep we didn't see a bunch of beyonce songs no. right so isn't it possible, here's my point, that Rob could attend his sister's wedding without being in the spotlight? One would think, and actually one would think that as a family, 
if the thing that was going to get a, a, a beloved family member to join you at a major life moment is to just say you can dodge the cameras. Yeah. Well, you would let that you would make that happen. Yeah. Like that would be more important to have Rob there than to have the cameras on him. So one of two things is possible. They weren't willing to accommodate that, yeah. which tells you a lot about their relationships. Or the story we're getting is crap, meaning he didn't go for another reason. Yeah, which you know what I, I mean? want to know what that is. Yeah. And again, I'm not saying that this us weekly exclusive about why Rob didn't go to uh Courtney and Travis's wedding. I'm not saying it's implausible. Yeah. I'm just saying I don't trust the Kardashian spin machine to give us the actual story of mm-hmm. what happened. And I would imagine that there's some other reason or that we should at least be skeptical. I am I am on board with that. Yeah, because I've done the math, Bradley. Mm-hmm. You asked. And the answer is eighty thousand eighty five. Oh my God. What is that? There was an actual math problem. Oh my God. Yeah, there was an actual math problem. Oh, Think about smart. it. 80085. That's the answer. Boobs. <laughs> I, what am I missing? When you write out 80085. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, God. Uh, <laughs> good Thank one. you, Holly. Good one. Okay, so. Thank you. Um, also. <laughs> I did want to tell you, um, I did want to tell you who else wasn't there. And then for some reason, I just noticed that I'm looking at the wrong day. So I was going to tell you about Kate McKinnon. No, the other she people, wasn't there either. Kate McKinnon. I was like, Kate McKinnon wasn't there. Was she supposed to be there? But, but Us Weekly also did a, another article about, quote, all the stars who skipped Courtney and Travis's third wedding in Italy. Like, that's a thing. <laughs> Okay. And they include Rob, Kanye West. Did uh, he skip? Why would he, he skip? Was he invited? Was that a skip? I don't feel like we wanted also, him there. Scott Disick, did he skip? I also feel like that would have been a kind of awkward. Yeah. So anyway, that's, it's that's basically, so funny. it's so obvious people were not at the wedding, but this Rob story, I think. That has legs. Yeah. Also, 80085. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we're going to do a little quarantine lifestyles of the Brit and famous Britney Spears in Vegas. Bradley trainer is going to connect some dots for us after this on my talk. One Oh seven one.